Hello, loreheads, and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. And today we're talking about the Eternal Nightmare Nocturne, who was released March 15th, 2011. Hmm. Hmm. One of the earlier champions that I remember the release of after I, uh, I think started there. What year was it again? 2011. All right. Yeah. <laughs> after I started working there. <laughs> it was like very short. That's wild to me. Sure. Yeah. I remember this release from the player perspective because I was not at Riot at the time. Because his mm. ultimate is probably the... Is, is it great ultimate or greatest ultimate when it comes to to nocturne because i i fucking love it it's pretty good <laughs> it like i feel like it started a lot of things for for like having like a global status effect on you know all the enemies mm. on the map like blindness since i'm pretty sure he was pre-graves and also the fact that he uh you know yells something at the whole map when he does his ultimate it really set up you know, he, he hovered so that Scion and Kled could <laughs> run. run. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I remember the first time it happened in game. And I think it was like the most one-to-one, like a champion thematic has matched the emotions that I felt as a player. <laughs> I was like, I feel very afraid right now. I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> that carries on to this day. Anytime I see yeah. a Nocturnal. As in a mobile mage player. I would say it is the worst ultimate <laughs> because there's just no I'm I'm done if it's if it's aimed at me I'm fucked. I love the comms. Anytime you're in comms and a nocturnal who goes is off, it? Who is, like, it? Who is, is it? it? Is it on me? Is it on me? Anyone? Where is he? Where is he? He's here. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Damn it! It was me. Yeah. Uh oh. It's been fun, guys. <laughs> yeah, it makes me almost wish that Fiddle Six Ult did something that was global. Mm. I mean. As a non-fiddlesticks player, I'm glad it doesn't. But it would be really fun if there was just a blink of darkness or something. <laughs> sure. Mm. A big crow just flies in front of the screen for a second. <laughs> just like a jump scare. <laughs> I was saying, it made me think of like when someone dies in Super Smash Brothers and they bounce on the screen. Yeah! <laughs> so a crow just flies into your screen for a second. Oh, I, man. I think he's stunned. I think he's stunned. Nah, he's he's dead. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, what is uh, what does our boy sound like? I think he might. I don't know. He may have the most <laughs> processing. Well, okay, maybe not in game now, but his Rune Terror voice, I does, I do think has the most like effects and processing oh, yeah? on it. Yeah, they they cranked it to like eleven in Rune Terror, <laughs> and I'm not sure why. Um. <laughs> Okay, what does he do? He he whispers a lot, but he says, uh, mm. Do I scare you, summoner? Oh, he still talks about summoners. You bet he does. Okay, well, I'll say one of these quotes, and I'll do my best. <laughs> Your best is always great, honey. It's not. I'm just gonna... I, let's just do some Nocturne ASMR. <clears throat> Are you my nightmare? Or am I yours? <laughs> That's what he sounds like, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> that was like Annie. A- Annie, Annie doing, doing Nocturne. <laughs> that was Annie's Nocturne impression, everybody. <laughs> Weather forecast for tonight. Dark with a chance of pain. 
Ooh. So Nocturne's favorite movie is Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Calling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nocturne doesn't have much uh, on the universe page. He has a bio and a short story and the um, video a Twist of Fate. Right? Yeah. Something like mm-hmm. that. And then the behind the scenes. Now there's some old uh, concept art that was pretty interesting (laughs) it was just like he's a shadow with big sword arms which i guess is that is what he is now right it's a little bit more they fleshed it out a little bit more luckily it looks like that one skin of his honestly i don't remember the name of it the um it was like one of his release skins what's it called i'm gonna look it up i think his old splash looks exactly like (laughs) it but when i find it i'll let you know i'm trying to think of his release was it like was Ravager uh, maybe Ra- maybe I Ravager? Like release name a lot of I know he looks like a ghost in one of his skins. or Frozen yeah not Boo Berry it's not Frozen it's like because it has <laughs> oh, okay. the same like yellow highlights that they have going on in that yeah I okay. think that one's Ravager the I think B it's Ravager one? which I would be interested if they were like well we're gonna tweak the design but maybe we use this old one as a skin because you know? <laughs> like you said 2011 that was when it was like sure different color throw them in there yeah done yeah. ship it. <laughs> Okay, I kind of remember this one. Well, I don't think I've ever seen Frozen Terror. Oh, really? I used that one. Well, I used that one a bunch when I played some Nocturne. Mm. Interesting. I'm. I was interested that they actually included Twist of Fate here, since they make a special point of not including the the other cinematic that has Nexuses. Mm. Oh, does this one? Have yeah. A, does this one have a Nexus in it? I, I like just rewatched it, it but now you're. It it doesn't have a nexus in it. Yeah. Okay. That's probably um, why I got al- the pass. Although it like it does have Nightmare Trendemere, which is an AU. So I don't know why this is canon. But oh sure. Go off. Right. Quite <laughs> giant Baron. I mean, whatever. It just looks pretty. It's it's high enough quality bar that they're like, it's fine. We'll keep it. Yeah, they don't have a lot going on for Nocturne, which is fine. <laughs> I think. <laughs> You know, he's fitting in that fiddlesticks Nautilus space. You know? mm-hmm. I guess we'll talk about it when we do the stories, but I feel like especially <laughs> after Fiddlesticks got his big rework, now they're like they're like really similar. And maybe a little maybe a little too much. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the I think this lore could do with uh, a quick update. Yeah. I like a lot of the themes and ideas there, mm-hmm. but distinguishing them a bit more from fiddle would be good and like just like doing more with it because like his short story which we'll get into a bit like i like the idea behind it a lot so Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. more shit like that would be fun yeah it'd be a good cinematic i think we talked about it with lilia but tying him with lilia in some way would be a really good way to update him sure that would make she's all about dreams he's all about nightmares yeah and that would make sense too because as we'll as we'll see in the bio he's related to magic that's a big deal in Ionia specifically anyway, so it's like, yeah, plug him in yeah. over there. Do we want to like dive into the bio? Or? <laughs> Actually, Let's do, the bio. do it. <laughs> so By this is Ian St. Martin. <laughs> probably, this is probably our, our last episode for a little bit. I'm like a few days away from squeezing out a baby, and I'll say, I have absolutely zero notes on Nocturne. Uh, <laughs> I did read his bio and his short story, and I think I could summarize his bio. Nocturne is Freddy Krueger. Yeah, but less funny. <laughs> and a little less slapstick. I yeah, yeah, that's what he's missing. Yeah, I mean honestly. <laughs> I mean I mean you're you're kind of the right of it. I think you feel that even more in the short story, especially with like like some scenes in it in particular. Maybe the think, bed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
I can I can do the I can do the bio. It's easy peasy. Sure. All right. I would say to your defense too, the bio in my mind is like super vague about a lot of things. It is. So you can just kind of like if you can just listener if you can just kind of guess what nocturne story is you're probably right you know (laughs) um but it takes us back to the the rune wars and it seems like as a part of the rune wars some mages would use uh something that we were kind of familiar with shadow magic like zed (laughs) likes to use um surely we'll get a story that connects those right (laughs) (laughs) so you had these i didn't even fucking think about that (laughs) (laughs) well hidden secret connection zed shadow magic and uh and apparently whatever this is i guess but um but yeah so you got a bunch of mages they're they're tooling around in the spirit realm um they've kind of like they've left the mortal plane entirely and they've kind of infected the spirit realm with like their dark magics and so the spirit (laughs) realm is kind of like cast in twilight i think is what it says um and then that causes people in the the normal plane to then like suffer in various ways or like turn them like into you know, they commit horrendous acts against each other. and <laughs> You know, Fosbarrow. That type of shit, right? And these mages also, as a part of what they're you know doing, their evil scheming, they have, like, assassin, shadow assassins that kind of do their bidding, like little elemental constructs, I guess, in the spirit realm. And no, and, mm. and no one knows exactly how it happened, but all that suffering kind of caused one of these constructs to become Nocturne as it is known, which is this demonic entity that's kind of stuck in the spirit realm and feasts on fear and pain and suffering and all that shit that demons love. And uh, Nocturne goes around and kills all the, the mages in the, the, the spirit realm until there's essentially, it's like a predator that has no natural, like, like has been introduced to an ecosystem because Nocturne clears out everyone and then is like starving because there's nothing, there's no one else going <laughs> into the spirit realm and is able to kind of find sustenance through, uh, I guess when people dream, they kind of go into the spirit realm. And so that's how Nocturne is able to kind of find inroads into the the mortal plane and goes around and kind of looks for for weaknesses in the mind and spirit to feast on. Man, it seems like if they were struggling to find some way to justify him breaking into the mortal plane, some, you know, clan of practitioners of shadow magic constantly breaking down the veil would have been a real good opportunity for that, but I guess we're not going to go with that. <laughs> no, yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> it feels it does feel like a big missed opportunity, right? I think also because he doesn't, you know, he like we said, he doesn't have a lot going on. He doesn't really have any sort of meaningful connections, and he's not even like really meaningfully placed or kind of focused around anywhere. We, I mean, he shows up in Fosbarrow just through like a single story, but we have to like look to Legends of Runeterra to even understand how he got <laughs> there in the fucking first place. So it's like, yeah, whatever. And also like. Even even among other demons, he's noted like the uh, you know the Azakana sheet and like sheet of demons isn't even on his page. Like they don't give a fuck about Nocturne. <laughs> yeah, which is a shame because I think they like it seems like when they made that that little family tree, I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> like they had him in mind because Nightmare is right there on it, and it's like oh, yeah. I wonder who that's about. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a bummer because I do like when um, they toy with horror a little bit, and I think they they with the Fiddlesticks rework they grounded him in a way where you can kind of see his influence in a few places, or at least know that he's killing people <laughs> 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 pretty actively. He's active in Runeterra, 
Nocturne feels almost like an old threat, mm-hmm. even if you know we do have a short story with him and whatnot. But yeah, and I feel like even the even the jump. Be- well, we'll get into it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But even the jump between his abilities and the shadow door versus his abilities in Fosbarrow seems like a massive fucking jump. <laughs> it feels very dis- Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, and that's like post hibernation for a long time. Mm. <laughs> we think he'd be weaker. Yeah. They feel very you disconnected. So. Those two, those like this short story in the Fosbarrow piece, they just feel like entirely different things, which <laughs> I guess to be fair, they don't ever call him Nocturne in that, uh, for Demacia story that we're talking about, but it's, it's definitely him. Like they've got his quotes and shit in there, so it's like I'm right. Like they have his direct quotes. They have his direct abilities. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's 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 kind of weird. Um, I don't know. He's. I mean, I think we saw it too. Like, 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 you know, in my quote, right? He's still talking to summoners and stuff. He just needs. He's just old. He's he's covered in like mothballs and like old ski <laughs> boots that don't fit. And like, just pull them out and dust them off a bit. You know. <laughs> I love the idea that Nocturne smells like mothballs. <laughs> when he jumps on you, you're like, oh, grandma. <laughs> you know, some people are afraid of their grandmas and that would fit. I guess that's true. I've always kind of liked the smell of mothballs. Is that weird? He's he's their bog art. <laughs> <laughs> so he ults you and if you're afraid of your grandma, it's just your grandma looking <laughs> at you. Uh, have you eaten <laughs> I don't think that's the type of grandma people would be afraid of <laughs> oh, I'm so full no more <laughs> <laughs> Nana Nocturne okay oh, oh shit oh damn it'll be like one of those little red riding hood Warwick skins but oh, with Nocturne oh, that w- <laughs> we need more of those that would be good uh, actually uh, Nana Nocturne <laughs> uh, there were a few quotes in this story that I liked at very very beginning, it opens up with a, the greatest of these horrors has a name, and its name is Nocturne, <laughs> which I know I read it like that just now out loud. Uh, reading it in my head, I like could not help but read it as like purred happily from <laughs> <laughs> Parks and Rec. I, yeah. I don't remember. There you have it, where it is the thing Leslie Nope just said about this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't have a good like horror narrative voice, huh? It's just all <laughs> Douglas Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I did do it in a horror voice, I still feel like something about it rings odd to me. Sure. Uh, and there's a line that said that the when those magicians went into the shadow realm, they cast off their flesh and entered the spirit realm. Which sounded a lot to me like their skeletons are just like undressing <laughs> to get ready. I love it. Like they like flare it out and the skin just goes into the wind. Yeah. Quick change artists. I like the There ad- is a lot of stuff between the skin and the skeleton. Nah, it's no. just Nistoskeleton. I, I do like the idea of a bunch of skeletons running around in the spirit realm with like old pirate swords Naked. and stuff just right. rattling at each other. <laughs> That's is that what Zed always lo- looks like when he goes into? Maybe we don't know. That's what Shin. And is we'll constant. never know because they don't have a story that connects these right. or wherever he goes. I don't really know much about Zed, mm. but. And uh, if you had your bingo board out and had added this to the bingo board, which I guess we should do. Some say all this <laughs> suffering created Nocturne from nothing. 
Others say it merely corrupted a lesser assassin construct into something more willful and deadly. The bio has a few moments like mm-hmm. this. Like, certainly none can say what truly happened. <laughs> yeah, it like poses like yeah. a rhetorical question at one point. It's like, can anyone yeah. really say that the Rune Wars would have resulted differently if Nocturne had not done their work? Maybe. But who? no one can really know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ancient aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, on that subject, uh, did Nocturne save the world, it's a, even if inadvertently? <laughs> it's a really interesting question, honestly. Um, I think now he's so mad about it. <laughs> just fucked up, ruined your food supply. I mean, because I think that idea of like, oh, mages who just existed only in the spirit realm, kind of like, uh, kind of like Alun, Alun, whatever is doing, just chilling in the yeah. whatever, wherever. That's troll cool. in the moon realm yeah and then it fucked up the whole spirit realm like that's cool i would like this and that like there's this weird part of it that i think nocturne kind of it's like a little infected like part of the spirit realm like that's all cool and i'd like to see maybe more of that and yeah zed be a great vehicle for that maybe <laughs> yeah i'd like uh i'd like a story with someone from the Order of Shadow going into the spirit realm and accidentally ending up in the no-no zone. <laughs> and no-no stands for nocturne, of course. Yeah. Nana nocturne. Nano. <laughs> the nano zone. Just like a velvet rope in front of it with like a big angry nocturne face. <laughs> oh, man. No one tells me where I can and can't go. <laughs> Step over it. He's like stuck behind it, like in the like in the cinematic. He's like trying to right, just <laughs> raging the against this invisible wall. <laughs> Man, that's bio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, then we have one short story, also by Ian St. Martin, called "The Shadow Door." The Shadow Door. Now, when y'all read that, did anyone else think of the scary door from Futurama? I didn't. No. <laughs> It's been a while. It's their Twilight Zone knockoff. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Anyway, well, well, th- that's what I thought of when I first <laughs> saw it. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, he says, by in St. Martin. It's following this guy, this guy in Piltover, who's re- he just got done reading a scary story to his kid. Um, maybe a, a little too scary for however old this kid <laughs> was, which I thought was a, was a fun little detail. But the kid's like kind of, he's like, the kid's a little scared, and he's trying to calm the kid, but the kid... Like starts stay like stays scared and he's kind of looking past him and starts sinking into the bed as if like there's a a pit beneath it like really sinking into the bed um, and as this is happening the bed starts to change and split and it becomes this mouth and the the sheets become this tongue that wrap around the kid and the the dad's trying to reach in and save him and then the mouth like snaps shut around the kid and then the dad wakes also up also very Nightmare on Elm Street super Nightmare on yes. Elm yeah. <laughs> The dad wakes up and he's like, oh God, it's just a nightmare. And then he sees that his, his kid is like standing in the room uh, at the, like the foot of the bed. And the kid's like, oh daddy, why did you, you know, dream that, that nightmare? Don't you know that's what feeds <laughs> him? And then the kid's shadow starts to kind of peel itself <laughs> off the wall and turn into to Nocturne as we all, we all know him. And then Nocturne goes and like stabs the dad with his, his arm swords. Um, and the dad's like, oh, where'd, where'd you come from? Why? And Nocturne's all... You, you know, you, I came from you, whatever. <laughs> mm. 
I learned it from watching you. <laughs> right. Uh, the next morning, the kid goes to check on it. I was like, oh, dad, wake up. It's morning. But dad's not there. And as the kid leaves a little, there's been like these like weird shadow mist that's kind of been around Nocturne. You know, like his tail kind of is in game. And a little bit of that kind of spills out of the kid's mouth. And the, the kid doesn't realize as if he's like going to be next. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that, yeah. It's very goosebumps. Yeah, I think like the image, like, especially that scene in that first kind of nightmare with the, the bed turning into the mouth, I think that was really effective. Um, I yeah. just felt like it maybe, this needed, needed to be maybe a little bit shorter or like a, a, a much longer because I feel like it has a really strong kind of end point when the dad like wakes up and then it's like another kind of nightmare thing that's happening. And the little scene when the kid afterwards is like, you know, whatever, you know? <laughs> yes. I do think it lingers a little too long, which happens with horror stories sometimes. Like, I feel like they wanted to show that the dad was really gone. Like he real Nocturne really did come and really did kill him. But I think that we knew that without the child coming to check on his dad, if that makes sense. What I was unsure about is, was this kind of his first passing into the mortal realm and you know the the whole shit coming out of the sun was like all right well nocturne's in there now and he's gonna pass from person to person kind of like how he got to fosbero in, oh. in the rune terra thing hmm. i didn't know that's how he went to people so i wasn't getting that from the from the end it's a good question that's possible I, I guess it would it would it would skew i think or it would set a timeline that might not fit i mean again this is kind of using i guess arcane timeline which we can't necessarily do <laughs> but in theory let's assume some things are canon here that that aren't <laughs> if piltover is uh presumably less than 300 years old as you know heimer founded it in his 310 uh and this story takes place in Piltover. If if this is kind of his first coming into the material plane, then his material body is less than 300 years old. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's true. Maybe it isn't. <laughs> Who <know> knows? <laughs> Who can really say whether, you know... Some people think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess my read on it was that this was not, you know, like a color story. It's just, here's a day in the, a day in the life. Right, you know, he does this shit. <laughs> Nocturne clocking Nocturne. in for his nine to five. <laughs> oh, these two. Very monsters Inc. almost in that way, but All right. I need a uh I need Nocturne to be part of the day job AU. <laughs> oh yeah. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. So we got a nana and then what would his job be? He does something with the night shift, right? Mm. I don't know. Maybe he's like graveyard night shift. shift like Nocturne. A, yeah, like he's a fast food kind of guy oh graveyard that's too. great yeah <laughs> that's more of a or he, like thing, changes though. uh change like at the grocery store they do overnight shifts there. oh i was gonna say like a greeter oh, a, gre- <laughs> a walmart an overnight walmart greeter i don't know for if those 24-hour walmarts <laughs> well i mean i wouldn't know i've never been in a have, walmart i don't think they have greeters anymore in general but mm. i'd still I'd still buy that skin. They used to give out smiley face stickers to children when you walked into Walmart, by the way, for any, any and, youngins out there. And his would have that. like sharp pointy teeth on all the stickers. It's <laughs> <laughs> be a sticker of whatever you're the most afraid of. It's just like a glaring frowny face instead. <laughs> uh, 
Now I wrote down one quote here because we mentioned the scene where like his son sunk into the bed, but I really kind of like liked the imagery of that scene. So I wrote it down. Uh, He leans down to kiss Abel's forehead, but the boy shrank back from him. What? Chuckled. God, I'm going to. Selwyn? Selwyn? I like Selwyn. Kelwine? We'll go Selwyn. What? Chuckled Selwyn. Too old for a kiss? His chuckle died as Abel kept sinking into the bed. A chill ran up Kelwyn's spine as his son sank lower and lower, as though a pit had opened up beneath the mattress. Abel cried out as the blanket wound tight around his body. It began to glisten, becoming slick and wet as it morphed into a red, spotted tongue. Which I thought was very cool imagery, although I will say my one gripe here is that I feel like a chill ran up his spine may have been a bit understated for <laughs> what that moment called for goosebumps prickle the across his arm. as his son was eaten by his own bed yeah that's a fair point it was a quick uh shortcut that was made <laughs> <laughs> instead of describing the fear but yeah. yeah i think um a little bit later on when that second kind of scene happens with nocturne they do that a bit they kind of handle that a bit better because they talk about, like, how he had, like, every fiber is, like, screaming to run, but he's still kind of, like, rooted in place and just, like, frozen in, yeah. in terror. And that's, that's a bit yeah. better. I thought it was interesting, too, in that they talk about uh, Nocturne opening its mouth and there being, like, jagged teeth in there, which I don't think I've ever seen depicted anywhere in, in a Nocturne right? piece. Um, yeah. But I do, I, I do like it. It's like, oh, that's a little, like, him having, or Nocturne having, like, weird, just human-esque type teeth instead of, like, fangs or anything could be pretty cool. You know, that could be a weird thing for him to have going on. I know. I'm just imagining with like a big <laughs> glistening smile. <laughs> Human teeth. Million dollars. <laughs> Those like fucking sonic teeth in there. <laughs> uh, maybe that's his day job. Dentist. He's got like a perfect mouth oh, and ears. Dr. Nocturne. <laughs> Docturn. <laughs> Why isn't he part of the doctor skin line? Man, we're coming up with a ton of them. So it. many skins, right? Nocturne. You're welcome, Riot. <laughs> Got them on They're lock. all gold. <laughs> lock turn. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. There you go. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, it could be another day job. He's a locksmith. <laughs> uh, we're really giving... Uh, <laughs> we're giving Tony his work. <laughs> None of these are scary at all. We're just making him. <laughs> well, he's already so scary. He's already got so many scary That's skins true. too. What do y'all? What do y'all feel about him having big arm blades? Do you feel like that takes away from him the scariness a bit? I would have said yes until. Honestly, I feel like the way that they were animated in the cinematic makes them very cool. Mm. I was like on the fence. And then the cinematic came, and I was like, "All right, that's fuck. I can get behind that. That's cool now." Yeah. <laughs> I'm of I'm of two it minds. It makes him feel, yeah, it makes him feel less monstrous to me, and more like something that was human, kind of like Hecrum, you know, mm-hmm. um, using a weapon. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I I I feel that way too. Like when I was reading this story, I thought in particular he's you know he's showing up, and it's talking about this like I said, this shadow that's just kind of like ripping itself off the wall and becoming you know fully like three-dimensional and stuff and it's like oh this is really cool and then it talks about him having like these arm blades and stuff and i was like oh he's not re- it's a little less monstrous right you know yeah you know yeah 
And the arm blades wouldn't blend in with the shadows quite as well. Whereas mm-hmm. a shadow coming to life and like eating you is. Well, yeah. uh, I'll get into a little bit with the fun facts, but my guess is that part of that design decision was like a lot of this, a lot of his character theme seemed designed around um, a bad guy from a book series. Oh, um, okay. He's, oh, uh, the... like the Shrike. Yeah, I'm familiar. I'm not read that series, but I even. I'm familiar with the concept. What's the series? Um, it's like a Hyperion. I don't know if that's the yeah. actual name for it. Yeah, it's the it's yeah it's Hyperion, and then there's a character in it called the Shrike, and a lot of his design stuff mirrors that monster. And that monster was like made of blades and talons and shit. So mm. that's that's kind of my guess. They thought it like yeah. looked cool. It fit the theme. I sure. Mean, I think. Uh, I, I agree with what you're saying too, John, that especially when, like in that particular moment in the cinematic, when he kind of goes to make the stab, um, like, and it kind of drives into the, like spikes into the pillar or whatever, it comes off very lethal, which is pretty effective. And frankly, and maybe we'll talk about this with the old lore, I thought they they worked <laughs> in the judgment piece a lot. I thought it was a nice balance between him, because he's got may- maybe a bit more of an intelligence there, which I guess he does here too, but he talks more you know, in the judgment stuff and it kind of works a little bit more and he still comes off very lethal and, and threatening and, and he turns, he's like a blender, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think actually, I think there was a, I think it was based around him. There was a, uh, a TFT comp that was very popular in one of the specific sets just based around Nocturne that was called a blender comp. <laughs> really? Interesting. So so what yeah. we got this what else there's the for Dem- for Demacia We got for Demacia. We've covered that a few times. I've got <laughs> some just random notes about the uh Nocturne specifically from it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. We just hit some of that bit. Um if you haven't listened to any of the episodes where we did talk about for Demacia, it's a very long story, but uh Garen and uh Lux yeah. Um, we go in a, a bit more detail there. Um, but I feel like Ford Demacia gives us, like I mentioned, kind of a way better feel of Nocturne's current power level. So like in Shadow Door, he's possessing some kid and killing a single dude. Uh, <laughs> seems in the grand scheme Weak. of things, very low <laughs> stakes. Uh, in this one, he's still possessing some kid. That's just kind of his MO, I guess. Uh, <laughs> But he's also kind of possessing and corrupting an entire town's worth of people. Uh, he's summoning massive shadow apparitions from fucking nowhere that can't be killed. Instilling waking nightmares in people, not just when they're sleeping, including mages as powerful as Lux. Um, there's like a huge power jump here. It's true. You know, he was getting his sea legs back. <laughs> you know, he's just, it's like a, riding a bike. I mean, to be fair to... Sea tendrils. <laughs> I think, you know, also he does have control of like a, he's got control of a mage and it seems like maybe an, an un, you know, big untapped power source. So maybe that's part of it, right? Is it's like helps to mm, fuel him true. there. The yeah. baby mage. Pfft. I don't know. Maybe it's like, uh, you know, he's like I said, a bunch of untapped power, but he's just a little, a little <laughs> kid. So it's like the perfect storm, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a neat depiction of, of, of all the things he can, he can really do. And I think, a lot of the early parts of that story when you're seeing just the, like the toll it's taking on the, the people um, is, is really effective at like, it's a very oppressive atmosphere that's quickly built around Foss Barrow 
and what what he's doing to it you know yeah and like the distance he can corrupt too like if you were in Fosbarrow, like where would you go to if you wanted to fight whatever the hell was happening like you'd have no fucking clue where to go to fight that shit it's just mm-hmm. infecting your whole town and it's like forever far away bucks just happen to have the the sweet deets but <laughs> the sweet deets <laughs> I am curious, too, uh, how Fossian even managed to hurt Nocturne enough to get him to go into hibernation. Like, it mentions that he stabbed him with Demacian steel, but, I mean, that seems like an unfortunate weakness for a demon to have. Like, I feel like there had to have been more to the story. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's a good question, you know. No, my only weakness, a weapon. (laughs) (laughs) The creatures I conjure are immune to it, but me nope <laughs> i don't know i'm trying to i think the thing about that is that like this idea of Damasian steel being like this super good against demons and stuff is like it like varies so much from story to story what how effective things like that yeah. are you know i'd like it to be a little more like nailed down and like even within this story because like he summons a bunch of those things and it specifically mentions too that Garen and the rest of his Dauntless Vanguard who are no doubt outfitted with the Mossy and Steel, at least Garen is, we know that much. Like they they can't do anything to them. Mm-hmm. They're like holding off their attacks, but like they can't hurt them, they can't kill them. Like it's it doesn't seem like his steel's doing fucking anything. <laughs> maybe maybe it's maybe you know what, maybe this is all just mage power up shit where it's just like, you know, he's mo- he's more powerful than he you know, he ever was before he was struck down. I don't know. Classic. <laughs> uh, also an interesting line here. Um, it's it's dark knowing that Nocturne feeds on terror. And he specifically mentions that he doesn't really have to do a lot to feast on Demacian mages because they're already so terrified even without him because of how terrible Demacia treats their own Aww. mages. <laughs> That's yeah. rough. He's like, oh, this was easy. I didn't have to like get inside his head. I just had to like scope out the sitch, see what was going on. <laughs> and it was like a feast. Like, oh shit, sweet, easiest job ever. Candy clocking in, clocking out early on that nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the shadows. Like, hey, cover me for a little bit. I'm I'm, I'm going home early. <laughs> Garen I'm, shows. I'm going up. to be a smoke. <laughs> going to be a smoke. I like it. God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to be 20 feet away from the door. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the demons get along? Like if Nocturne and Fiddlesticks were to like accidentally start trying to terrorize the same town, would they buddy up or would it be like a territorial thing? I guess it would depend on if like the emotion they were feeding on was mutually exclusive or not. Because mm. mm. if you could be both you know, may- maybe if Fiddlesticks and Nocturne were both feeding on terror, they wouldn't get along. But like, what maybe some of the other demons. On? I think uh, also terror. terror. Also yeah. terror. Oh no! So that would be a problem. But it was Evelyn. Maybe it's like Evelyn. lust or something. I don't know. Is that what she feeds on? I don't remember. No, nah, I think she also I feeds. Think she on also <laughs> I think they all terror. feed on terror. Right? Oh no, she's pain, right? Oh, pain. That's right, because we wanted to hook her up with Mundo. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So maybe they could they could exist together. It's like a timeshare situation, you know. It's yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. It's a good question. I think you know, if they ever came back to him, that would be a great angle to also explore a bit. Is how does he exist in the demonic ecosystem? You know. <laughs> I'm curious about the hierarchy of the demons and everything. You know. Yeah, we know there is one, and yeah. we know some higher, you know, higher level um, understanding of it. But yeah, the the specifics are. Are very vague. They have not been puzzled out yet. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine for a bit, especially with something like this. But you need you need answers eventually, right? <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get them in Legends of Runeterra, where we find out that <laughs> find out who C is. That's where all their mysteries are solved. Sure. Um, I got a bit of old lore for Nocturne. Let's do it. So his bio originally. Um, there were like a bunch of, there were a bunch of nightmare related deaths that people had (laughs) questions about, but no one really had any answers for. And then one day a field architect was inspecting a nexus on the twisted tree line and an arc of energy jumped out and it was Nocturne. Uh, Nocturne killed him, (laughs) uh, and was pulled into the physical realm. Um, he did not... Uh, he did not take his introduction to this world kindly, and he slaughtered everything he could find before summoners were able to magically confine him. Uh, League experts divined that Nocturne hunted summoners in their sleep, attacking them in a place where their magic was useless, and this seemed to be his only purpose. Uh, The families of the victims demanded justice, but League officials were concerned that death might only return Nocturne to the place where he came, and he could kill more people, so they bound him to a Nexus fragment, trapping him in the physical world. And as punishment for his crimes, they allowed summoners to call upon Nocturne in League matches, bending his will to the summoners he hates and creating his own personal nightmare. Uh, League scholars don't know whether he truly came from the plane of dreams or whether there are any more like him. Some Some theorize that the summoning act (laughs) affected the summoner's subconscious minds, luring Nocturne to them in their sleep. Perhaps the most disturbing theory is that Nocturne is a person's nightmare come to life. If this is true, they wonder, who is the dreamer? Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a little, there's a little thread to pull on that'll never lead to anything. Yeah. <laughs> what? In league lore? <laughs> Unheard mm. of. And he was around for the judgment period. Oh God! It's interesting how sometimes people have to beg to get into the League of Legends, and then other times people are put there as a punishment. <laughs> mm. uh, I like the idea. I like the idea that they do judgments at all for things like Nocturne. They're just like, com- just murder ghosts. I don't know. To be fair, it's not really a judgment per se, more than anything. Right. It's- yeah, okay. his judgment is basically just a retelling of the moment when he was captured. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty good, honestly. Weird. I-, I think if you went back to this and just edited out some of the summoner crap, it's a good little color story, frankly. <laughs> It's like it's a lot of murder in it. It's a lot it's of got murder. a way bigger body count in this one. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's like the bio says, right? He just pops into existence and starts blundering people, and he really does just blender them. And it, it kind of goes through, I think, most if not all of his in-game abilities, and I think they're they're expressed pretty cool. And there's a as he's killing all these summoners, there's like this one summoner who's just kind of like, you know, very like anime, just sitting there, just watching like dispassionately, like uh, he's exceeding all our expectations <laughs> or something like that. 
and Nocturne goes to go find him, but then it, it turns out he's like stuck in the weird judgment zone, you know, where it's just illusions and shit. <laughs> um, but I did like there's a moment where, I don't know, I assume this is like that Revelash guy, the one of the, the corrupt summoners who's like running the thing, um, where it's like, his, <laughs> it's almost like he's like, he's like getting, he's getting a little randy just like at the, the, the power yeah. that he's going to get. His, like his, his breath gets like wet and he's like, oh, welcome to the league. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> it was disconcerting. I think he's just supposed to be his, like, "This what, is ours." What, what was the phrasing? Like his lips moistened in anticipation. Yeah. Is what they said. <laughs> A heat grew. In Which his I have voice. never had my lips moisten in anticipation. <laughs> I have had to manually moisten my lips if they were to become moist. <laughs> he pulled out his lip balm and quickly. You don't just secrete moisture <laughs> from your lips randomly. We don't talk about my lip secretions. <laughs> <laughs> but um I, it, like i said it's pretty cool there's a moment like where he's you know nocturne is kind of talking shit to this summoner guy and he like flicks like <laughs> entrails off one of his blades and it kind of like lands with a slap in front of him or something like that it's nice <laughs> and gory it's pretty cool and he also shows up in a few issues of the journal of justice always a fan mm-hmm. favorite now, first one is issue 19 in the mailbag of justice. Uh, this was a question. Uh, in response to your, where, where can I summon my champions from? The journal stated, summoning creatures or people from other planets or against their will is expressly forbidden, except in some very special circumstances <laughs> approved by the League. So the League has the right to pull a creature from its world against its will? How can we trust a League that is up for kidnapping special circumstances or not from Summoner Mizuki. And then the answer was, uh, your question's well received. It is the duty of all citizens to ask questions like these of their governments and leaders in order to keep the powers in check. I think one of the major reasons this is in the forefront of some minds is because of the recent induction of Nocturne um, to the League. A confessed and proud murderer of summoners, there was quite a bit of controversy surrounding what to do with him when he emerged and was captured in our world. There was a particularly fierce debate over whether he should be exterminated immediately for his crimes and to prevent further threat, or whether he should be kept alive and examined in order to better understand the dream plane. After great deliberation, it was decided that he should pay for his crimes on the fields of justice. The League pledged this wealth, which would normally be accorded to him as a champion, instead to the families of his victims. He will literally pay. At the same time, he will be neither executed nor made a lab rat. Regardless of which decision you agree with, they did put some consideration into the issue. I have to admit, I agree with their decision. Which, I don't know if we noticed through all of those words that he said, but he did not even remotely answer that question. It's a very Mm. politician's answer. Uh, Because they did not pull Nocturne from the realm. So assuming that this question was about Nocturne was presumptuous and then answering the question as if it was about Nocturne to avoid answering the real question about pulling creatures from their realms. Little shady I don't journal. Know. I, was <laughs> say, I don't know about these journal of justice types. <laughs> Something about it. <laughs> Something about it. Like, I like the idea that a Nocturne in some capacity would have earned money in some way. It's horrible. <laughs> if only he hadn't murdered quite so many summoners. Right? And then I had this image of him like getting sponsored, right? And doing like ad spots and shit. 
<laughs> got NASCAR like, nocturne. Yeah. Right. It's got like a Red Bull sticker on his knives. <laughs> if you don't want to fall asleep and be murdered, you know, like this is... <laughs> Oh, Red man. Bull gives you blades. Why, <laughs> 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 Sean? <laughs> the thing still fits. Oh. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's got one of those refrigerators yeah. behind him. The Red screen. Bull in it. <laughs> uh, now he shows up again in issue twenty-seven. Again, in the mailbag of justice. Ooh. Uh. I have a question for Nocturne. If I do recall, <laughs> which I had to say in that voice because <laughs> I do declare. Um, he did have to. He was forced to work for the League because he tried to kill many summoners. It must be hard to remain in a world where you were forced into creation from dreams before, um, before to a harsh reality. So my question to Nocturne is, how have you adapted to life outside of dreams? The creature called Nocturne is kept in an enchanted holding chamber within the Institute of War. His deeply ingrained hatred of summoners was apparent from the moment I approached the room. It darkened unnaturally, and Nocturne slashed his blades against the bars that divided us. I offered him your question, and at first I believed the creature would refuse to answer, but Nocturne cackled and hissed his disturbing reply. Which I'm not going to try and do a cackle and a hiss combination for this reply, because I don't really know how that would... <laughs> Hot adapted uh, I'm a prisoner to the most vicious and merciless of wardens. You summoners in prison and enslave, yet I'm the one called a nightmare. I will never adapt. I will never succumb to your tyranny. I bide my time. One day I will show you a true nightmare, summoners. <laughs> oh, nice. That was a, a cackle hiss at the end. That was good. I like yeah. it. It was a little Wicked Witch of the West, but it's yeah. okay. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they really like that image of him stuck behind bars and like slashing. They really do. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it just works for him. <laughs> He's literally a shadow. Like, can he just. Uh, magic bars, magic. honey. <laughs> oh, fuck me. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fantasy bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now uh he also shows up as we mentioned in the twist of fate cinematics cinematic <laughs> just just one of them yeah <laughs> uh we see nocturne fighting rise uh rise's eyes are all shrouded black and we can see kind of through his eyes that he's like seeing the world in a creepy terrifying way as he's under the influence of the fear spell oh no I'm, which is pretty cool I, I don't get me wrong I like that a lot and I appreciate it for what it is but it's really subtle storytelling <laughs> if you don't know what's going on right it's true it's one of those things like Ari's charm in the A New Dawn cinematic mm-hmm. that if you don't know what's going on it really confuses people I can't count how many times I've seen reactors react to that and uh Ari will like throw the charm and they'll be like oh shit shit's about to go down and then she runs away and they're like wait what (laughs) what happened yeah I I haven't watched that behind the scenes video in forever but I feel like that was something that they had more established and then got cut at some point during the the creation Mm -hmm. process like it probably just they couldn't get it to read and it's like we can't spend the whole video explaining what's happening in this little (laughs) vignette so Uh, yeah it's tough 
But then there's a massive cloud of darkness following Rise, um, which gives way to a sweet-ass-looking Nocturne. He attacks Rise, cuts his big-ass scroll in half, and is about to finish him off, but Rise rune-prisms him for what had to have been 30 seconds, <laughs> which was enough time for him to channel a single Q to kill him. <laughs> I mean, this old Rise, that, you know, single Q <laughs> killing you sounds kind of right, you know, from what I remember. Sounds more like a Morgana binding now, though. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. It was hmm. neat, though. I yeah. dug it. it. It's pretty cool. He's a cool one. That's why I'm kind of surprised he doesn't show up more because I think he's a he's a cool thing like image to kind of put in cinematics and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see him in more cinematics. His short story would be a good cinematic too. That would work. Yeah, really I, would, well. I would watch something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Hmm. Poor Nocturne. <laughs> Poor Nocturne. Poor Nocturne. Yeah, he's about where I expected he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, not much love and attention. Like all the demons, really, right now. <laughs> Fiddlesticks was pretty good. I mean, he was very recently yeah, touched. He, um, yeah, he got a recent update. Yeah, I feel like when we get to Tom, I feel like he's going to have some cool stuff. Oh, is he a demon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He's a, 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 a biggin. <laughs> oh, he's a biggin. <laughs> oh. He's the man. And he's got demon. some sweet, uh, sweet high noon lore. Oh, really? <laughs> Dope. Well, I think with Tom Kinch, like the thing about him is he's got more of a little his his thrust is more unique than just oh I'm I want people to be afraid of me, right? Yeah, and he's like he's kind of a classic one too. Like I I feel like he's the equivalent. Um, God, what are they called? The supernatural demons that show up. He's like a, like a crossroads demon. Mm. Okay, I, I understand the concept anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a nice strong theme for a demon. Yeah. Is there anything else for, for Nocturne? Well, I have some quotes. Sure. Which I guess fall under canon Nocturne. Well, except for the ones about summoners. <laughs> <laughs> That's canon, baby. <laughs> uh, so we referenced it a little bit, but embrace the darkness, cross over, cut them from this world, and suffer eternally are all kind of uh, Shrike quotes from Hyperion Cantos by Dan Simmons. Mm. Um. And Eternum Nocturne also has a quote that says, we transcend time, which is kind of the Shrike's whole thing (laughs) in that story. He uh, moves so fast that uh, it can kind of move forward in time to the future or slow down time to make agony last longer. He brings people to like a giant chain filled with like thorns and blades and just leaves them there in the future. (laughs) Sounding, yeah. That's cool. That's cool shit. Maybe I need to read that. <laughs> I was thinking like it could be fun to do some kind of like book club with the Discord sometime if anybody mm. wanted to. This one is 500 pages long though. I looked it up. <laughs> you know, just a little light read. It's a series too. <laughs> it is a series, but you could just read the first one. But yeah, it was published in like 89. It's an old old fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eternum Nocturne also has a quote that says we have learned to we have learned of spin to win none can stop it was a trick uh that's a uh cutting edge reference a <laughs> uh, now eternum nocturne also has a ton of mass effect sovereign and harbinger inspired quotes oh really oh really 
Uh, their existence is a mistake. The end of days draws near. We are one, and fate cannot be averted. Very, uh, very similar thematically to the, uh, you know, organic life is nothing but a genetic mutation, an accident. The time of our return is coming. We are legion. You cannot escape your destiny. We fight as one. Man, I want to play some Mass Effect. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I think about replaying Mass Effect, like, literally monthly. <laughs> <laughs> All on Game Pass. I know. That's part of the reason why I keep debating it. Now, I've got some, uh, some AUs. It's alternate universe. You ready to hop into the AUs? Yeah. Sure. Hop I guess into the AUs. real quick for oh. quotes, because he, he is in Runeterra. Um, oh, okay, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, I guess that's still technically a little canon stuff. Quote-wise, he's got two that I like. One is where he tells Lulu that all the other Yordles despise her, and it really actually makes her upset. <laughs> oh my god that's so sad then, fuck you nocturne yeah. <laughs> it's it is kind of sad and then the other one is um he's like taunting zoe and he says one other thing that's like serious and she doesn't care and then he's like ezreal will marry lux and they'll live happily ever after and it breaks her heart she's crying so like <laughs> no which is pretty good but um oh. the other thing for like canon stuff is that so we know he's, we know he ends up in Fosbarren. If you look at some of the flavor text, it seems like maybe a Demacian, some poet named something Tommen. I don't remember exactly. May have gone out to the Shadow Isles. It sounds like and gotten yeah. some Nocturne goo on him, and then taken it back to Fosbarren, <laughs> and that's how he he got over there. But that's weird because that puts him in the Shadow Isles in the first place, which is also who knows if that's actually where he's actually at. Hmm. So. He's everywhere. Right. I don't like that travel system as much. He gets some schmutz on someone's <laughs> hand and then he can go somewhere it's else. just like gum that's stuck to your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Chewed up gum Nautilus. Another skin idea for you, right? <laughs> what about the Nocturne skin? Oh, God. Why did I say Nautilus? <laughs> I meant Nocturne. Because they're very similar, frankly. Not on the brain. Who knows? Just a little Neat. weird thing. Hmm. All right, hit me with an AU. All right. Hit me with an AU. <laughs> we'll start with Glacier. He doesn't even look like Nautilus. <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's wild. Uh, Glacial is in a world... It is set in a world where each champion is a creature of ice and snow. <laughs> and this one is Frozen Terror Nocturne. Somewhere hidden beneath the enormous ice caps lurks a demon fueled by the terror of those foolish enough to enter his domain. Which, you know, this this one's just Nocturne. Uh, fun fact, Frozen Terror Nocturne and Glacial Malphite appear to be fighting Infernal Diana in her splash, which is kind of the connection between these two AUs. Yeah, spurring th- my obsidian malphite theory yeah you thought she had won so what happened to nocturne do you think is he just waiting for an infernal skin to pop out <laughs> maybe ravager it's maybe orangish reddish yeah fuck it <laughs> maybe, maybe lava looks <laughs> like a wasp in this one yeah but you know it's the best we got yeah honestly that's horrifying a wasp is way scarier to me than a nocturne a nocturne sized wasp <laughs> oh my god mm. don't put that in my head because it's he's already he wouldn't have to like pretend to be the thing you're afraid of he would already he would be already the thing be you're there. afraid of yeah. well, i didn't know i was afraid of this but i am i am now <laughs> 
Uh, he's also in Eternum, set in a world where alien machines rule. Each champion is an indoctrinated mechanical being. This one's Eternum Nocturne. Your worst nightmare, embodied in the form of organic metal. It lingers, watching and waiting for the right moment to shroud all of existence in eternal darkness. And this one actually had like a little marketing lore blurb too. Ooh. Like a fearsome shadow's about to fall upon the fields of justice as the extra planar legendary Eternum Nocturne tears through space and time to cull those who do not belong. He lingers yet waiting and watching, but he'll soon be ready to cast a shroud of darkness over your battles. Doesn't he look like he's got a little smile and a really long chin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he does. <laughs> we'll never be able to unsee. <laughs> little cutie. Uh, now, while Eternum Nocturne is not technically part of the Battlecast skin line, despite how he looks, <laughs> uh, he might exist in the same universe as champions from both those skin lines are fighting together in Olaf vs. Everything. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Uh, next up, we got Eclipse. Long ago, an order of monastic knights slew the vile gods of the old world using esoteric powers granted by the moon and sun. Now the world has grown dark and violent as those selfsame deities prepare their return, challenged only by the light of the Eclipse. And this one is Old God Nocturne. Oh, God, I was like, what the fuck one is this? <laughs> The great corpses of the old gods fed the land, and in time, even the Elderwood would come to grow over their putrid rot, hiding it, perhaps for a time. But the gods never truly died, and with the resurgence of the coven, one has risen again. Nocturne, the eternal nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) And this one actually has a whole ass short story that goes with it, all about Nocturne. It's called uh, The Spirit of Copperwood Glade by our boy, Jared Rosen. Our baby boy. (laughs) boy. (laughs) Uh, Now, this is uh, about a toy maker, a toy maker husband and wife and their child, Rowan, live in the Elderwood. Uh, Her great grandfather had rescued a woodland spirit, which we find out is Nocturne. They rescued Nocturne. Um, And in return... They were blessed with 102 years where they could harvest one tree a year and do whatever they wanted to do with it from the Elderwood. And they'd also have the protection of the Elderwood forever as long as they stayed on the outskirts of the city and kind of did right by the Elderwood. Uh, So one of the advantages of building toys out of the Elderwood trees is that they never aged, they never got damaged, so they were highly sought after. Um, So one day, a lord named Bryn... Uh, wanted all that for himself, so he was like, "Come, you know, make me a make me a shit ton of these." Uh, and he's like, "Well, no, I can I can't make you that many." He's like, "Well, come live in my castle." And he's like, "Well, no, I'm gonna chill here." And he's like, "All right, well, then I'm gonna burn your fucking workshop to the ground." So think <laughs> about it. Uh, and then he left. Uh, so the toy maker and his wife sent their daughter Rowan. Sounds like a mob boss. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, they sent their daughter Rowan to the Elderwood to barter with the spirit there. Um, but he warned her, it is not a friendly spirit that we rescued. It is a vicious spirit. Um, and uh, 
It will absolutely murder you and take your soul if it senses that you're lying to it, or if you try to barter with it and don't give it a good enough deal. So be careful. <laughs> um, so she goes out there and um, <laughs> basically Nocturne's like, she explains the situation and Nocturne's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. All right, you guys have been good to me, so here's my vow. If Bryn murders you, I'll kill him in return. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, and she's like, well, I don't know if you know this, but humans only have the one life. <laughs> so maybe could you do something before he murders us? Um, so he's like, hmm, okay. But I'm cold and I'm hungry. So she gives him some food and she gives him her her coat. Um, and then he's like, and also I need to make sure that you're being truthful to me. And his test for that, I guess, is... Uh, stabbing her through the stomach and like raising her above his head and um uh but she passed that test i guess so then he put her down and healed her wounds and was like all right cool i'll take care of Bryn. you're cool i feel like there had to have been a better way was it supposed to be like Um, a a test of the fact that humans only like did he kill her and like revive her and he was testing that humans really only do have one life or something like that no he just uh he didn't kill her he just stabbed her and i guess she was like you know when she got to the glade where she was to be tested it was also there were like bones everywhere um as if like a bunch of people had failed this test so she kind of went in there expecting like all right well this is probably where i die Mm -hmm. so it's kind of as he like picked her up she was like okay well this is what i came here for but maybe i guess my parents will be safe and maybe that's what did it okay but um maybe nocturne just likes collecting bones he's a little doggy maybe that's (laughs) that's true (laughs) little doggy (laughs) nocturne (laughs) dog turn yeah Oh, there you go. Barked her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Nocturner and Hooch. <laughs> there you go. You saved it. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, Hooch then. <laughs> From the jaws of defeat. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I can't have disappointed them. Uh, uh, anywho, so uh, <laughs> they all lived happily ever after. Um, well, almost everyone. As for Lord Bryn, uh, he and his knights were slain by a vicious spirit while they rested, and his kingdom fell into a dark slumber from which it never awakened. The Elderwood grew quickly towards these lands and consumed them utterly within the year, and nary a soul escaped. One can still find their ruins in the place now known as the Somberwood where it is said the spirit nocturne visits from time to time to uh, admire his handiwork. Play fetch with his dog, all the bones. Yeah. <laughs> Going down to the dog run. Uh, and... That whole time I was trying to think of a champion name that rhymed with hooch so I could pair it. Oh. <laughs> Nothing. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm just not as good as you. Oh, fiddle faddle. <laughs> um, fun fact about this AU... We mentioned that each specific old god uh, communicates with and is a patron of a certain coven member. Uh, Nocturne might be the ivory stag that Lysandra communicates with, um, just kind of based on all the horns his mask has, very Mm. stag-like. That's cool. Not confirmed for sure, but (laughs) likely. Yeah, I can see it. 
next up, we got Harrowing, set around the haunted festivities of Runeterra's Harrowing and real-world Halloween. All the champion skins are inspired by these regional, regional or festive cultures. This one is Haunting Nocturne. Haunting Nocturne would be a lot less haunting without those huge knife arms. <laughs> I guess. You know what? Debatable, as we have found out from the... <laughs> from this discussion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're really just trying to defend their decision <laughs> guys the guys the they're blades scary. are cool they're scary <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand oh my god this void nocturne splash is truly special yeah, yeah there was no good uh no good lore for that one unfortunately this is the one that looks like that old that old concept art huh Mark? Mm, that's probably it actually that was probably the one i mean i honestly was still thinking ravager i mean i'll have to look at the concept oh, okay. art again it's kind of a mix. It's like if you had Ravager's coloring, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Uh, next, we got Hextech. Now at the forefront of science and art, Hextech has evolved from its rudimentary beginnings into a modern renaissance of intricate artificial life forms capable of free will. Skilled artificers lead the medium into a bold new future, but what it will bring, none can say. This one's Hextech Nocturne. Not every part of the Hextech Renaissance led to bright innovations. A clandestine experiment to fuse Hextech with demonic energies wrought a living nightmare. Who'd have thunk? A predator rumored to stalk the streets and back alleyways of the city. Authorities report that any such creation would have been terminated along with any such project, and that any missing persons reports are, of course, completely unrelated. This idea I sounds would, legit. I, I would really like to see this idea in a champion, frankly. A weird like hextech demon mix, like in like actual canon champion. I think that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I could dig yeah. that. Uh, and finally, we have Omen of the Dark, set in a dark setting where each of the champions serve the Blade Queen. Mm. This is Cursed Revenant Nocturne. In her dreams, the queen was approached by a great shadow, whispering of power and infamy beyond the grasp of mortals. Upon the shadow's third visit, she released it into the waking world, and sure enough, it would come to keep its terrible promise. The shadow was nocturne. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) I was so fucking lost. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. (laughs) The hammer is my penis. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I got some fun facts Great. here. <laughs> we already dropped the first one, so. Uh, Nocturne's voice actor is Jason Wish. I'm gonna assume it's Vishnov. That'd be my guess. Nice. Yeah. Um, if Nocturne is hit by smokescreen, the enemy Graves will say. I've got your darkness, or who's in the dark now, mm. which is the first time unique dialogue was triggered by champion interactions. Damn, yeah. that's pretty big, actually. Yeah. <laughs> According to Nocturne's lore and the Realms of Runeterra timeline placement of the Rune Wars, uh, it can be estimated that Nocturne's probably around a thousand years old. Hmm. This is a baby <laughs> compared to like Jackson right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get with it, Nocturne. You think you're big and bad? You're only a thousand. Eat these eggs. Um. Come back to me in in a thousand years. Let's see. uh, Nocturne. This was an interesting one. Uh, Of all of the kind of main canon cinematics that have been released, 
Nocturne is the only champion to have any spoken lines. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. In terms of like actual words, not just grunts. And... Yeah, not grunts or noises. Interesting. It is funny because they are like the same lines from the game for right. sure. Right. I mean, why have we recorded them, right? Weird. Yeah. I never thought about it. I didn't either. But now that he, I guess it makes sense, especially then, because he doesn't have he doesn't have lips, right? So he can say shit, and you don't have to worry about like lip syncing anything, you know? That's true. You don't have to worry about localization. Yeah. Yeah. Lipless doctor. <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. <laughs> uh, um, nocturne is derived from the Latin nocturnus, meaning of the night. Umbra blades is named after the Latin umbra for shade or shadows. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nocturne was the first champion to be previewed at a major event prior to release, oh. as he was teased at PAX East in 2011. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then on August 13th, 2019, there was an update pushed to PDE, uh, where the limited edition loading screen for Old God Nocturne got bugged, and it was <laughs> instead an unfinished artwork of True Damage Senna, which had not been <laughs> released or even announced at the that time um yes another unintentional leak that's a good one what a hell of a fuck up <laughs> yeah that's, that's not like one little number in the code did that you say 2019 was... i mean yeah right two damage yeah damn son yeah riot consistency <laughs> uh and then finally this was one i didn't even think of until as we were talking about his voice lines but um this is a fun little riot uh, campus. campus trivia fact. We had a movie theater on campus called the Nocturne Theater. And when you shut the lights off in the theater, you'd hear darkness as the lights turned off. And it was great. I forgot cool. about that until just now. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. That's yeah, pretty cool. I, yeah, I don't remember... I remember being in that theater a couple times, um, but I distinctly remember a bunch of us going in there to watch people play Five Nights at Freddy's when that came out. Yeah. That was the, the very first one was a cultural revolution. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a very big deal. That was very fun to watch people play that in like a big theater. It's very good. That was the first time I'd ever Sorry. played Five Nights at Freddy's yeah. was in that theater. And I think the only my time. shit scared out of me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we used to do all of our department stand-ups in there, too. So anytime we had to do like a PowerPoint presentation, we'd all go over to the Nocturne Theater. And... Mm-hmm. It's too small now, where yeah, it would be. Yeah. Well, it was a departmental one, oh, so they true. were always pretty small. Yeah. But sure. Yeah. Man. I think we did have to move to the Skywalker one when we joined the Americas, because um, mm. then the group got bigger and the Skywalker Theater was bigger. Yeah, but when you turn the lights off in there, Luke Skywalker would say, "God, they had no fucking noises in that one. It was bullshit." Right? Uh, man, I'd forgotten all about that shit. God damn, fuck me. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, those are all my Nocturne fun facts. That's Nocturne. That's Nocturne, yeah. baby. Yeah, we got seventeen skin ideas and. Uh, <laughs> I hope to see at least one of them in the next year, Riot. Yeah, right, right. Any final Nocturne thoughts? I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think it's already come out here. Yeah, 
Any final podcast thoughts before oh. a break? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you guys. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> he plans to leave right when the baby comes. It's like, ooh, I need to go fishing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I appreciate so many people. It is like, it's weird because it's like a little stop point and you kind of look back and it's like, damn, it's a lot of, a lot of fucking league lore. I just, I was thinking the other day about like how, like we were doing those first ones and we didn't like know anything. And now there's like people listening and stuff, which I always think is crazy. The people, anyone listens. That to, is weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like there's people now that listen uh, and assume that we're league authorities despite the fact that i mean we're doing we're reading the champions in order for the first time Mm -hmm. past this we haven't read fucking anything we are at this point i guess maybe league lore novices because we're about halfway through but (laughs) we don't know shit about the back half of the alphabet (laughs) yeah you're talking about zed going to the shadow realm or whatever i'm like oh i i mean i knew he turned smoky in game but i (laughs) Hey, we've read the Zed comic 17 times now. You know that. <laughs> you, know what, you know what's going to happen is that he actually does have con- some connection to Nocturne, and we just don't fucking know it because we haven't done him yet. Oh, we have no idea. Someone's like it's assholes. In his bio. <laughs> Someone will tell us, don't worry. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we'll still, uh, the goal, you know, maybe we'll, I'm going to hope to still be around on the, uh, the, the discord the discord yeah. obviously not as much but um no you we'll know. still be able to to check out the discord so if you want to join that for updates and our twitter at loreheads and hopefully i mean by the time this episode comes out we will have had we'll the, be several weeks in yeah we've we'll, we'll have had our baby for for a little bit nice so yeah. yeah we're we're hoping the break won't be too long we've tried to prepare for it as much as we could but you know <laughs> we'll see what happens mm-hmm. there might be a we're couple definitely of... coming back don't worry yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> there might be some like smaller episodes with just two people um like john and mark might be able to get away something like that for a bit um yeah but we'll we'll be back we'll be around once we have a date we'll definitely like post that on twitter and mm-hmm. announce it on the discord so yeah all right well thank you for listening not just to Nocturne, but to all the episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I talked about Twitter. And oh, we always have a YouTube. John puts fun parody songs on there, as well as the episodes, so you can hunt those out. They're very fantastic. By the time this one comes out, there will have been a very recently a new one posted. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's very good. Uh, what else do we have? We have a... We have a Twitch. We'll probably not be streaming at this point. Who knows when we'll come back. But twitch.tv slash loreheads. John will probably be back soon. Yeah. I might try to hop on for a, a game or two just to stay keep, consistent keep a little bit. Yeah. 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 Maybe... Uh, uh, we also have a... Oh, go ahead. Say maybe I'll have to have you coach me in TFT or something because I don't have to... Oh, that'd be great. I don't have the mental capacity for League already. So, you know, it's like... Let's see what happens. <laughs> you don't have the mental capacity for League, so you're going to take on a strategy game. <laughs> Yeah, if I fuck up, it's just like, oh no, I'm dying. My body's rejecting the idea. <laughs> and then you train him in uh, Legends of Runeterra. Oh, fuck. I, yeah. Frankly, I, there can be no training when it comes to that. I'm shit at that, but... I only play PvE. Same. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind then. <laughs> um, right. And then we also have a... A Patreon. Patreon. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. But a very special thank you to our Madarda and All Chat to your patrons. Chloe Things, Crow, King of Hearts, Mylect, Rel, and Shubamustache. If 
you were being attacked by a crazy nightmare demon. I'd come save you before it smiled and split your mouth. Oh. Like mm. it did to that possessed boy <laughs> in in the Fosbarrow story that we didn't necessarily cover as deeply in this episode, but if you listen to the other ones, you know that that boy got his mouth split wide open. Goodness. But I'd rescue you so that wouldn't happen. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. You're welcome. <laughs> that's a nice sentiment. Just a nice uplifting sentiment to sign off on before we go on our break. Yeah, how do we end this one? Uh, join us in the future. <laughs> Sometime. Some future week. Some future week when we talk about random things. And I think we're going to go back and do Belveth and Neela. Yeah, yes, yeah, that'd be... Hopefully there'll be a, a, a Nyla short, short story. story at that point. Um, or we'll have some sort of update about some sort of void event. Yeah. Oh, whichever happens first, we'll cover them first. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, sounds good. Alrighty. B- bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>